Hello there, I'm Kyo Cerrone Beatmaker, and on this episode of The Monday Mindset, we're going to discuss Love Involves Responsibility, Part 2. Antoine Saint suggests that a growing self brings with it a growing love. I will love you as long as I can help you grow in love. It seems to me this is the essence of love in another. To assure them that we are dedicated to their growth, actualization of their limitless potential. Dr. Leo. We can only love someone for as long as they are willing to love themselves. If one is able to love themselves, they are capable of growing their love within another a love that represents the unification of two individuals on a journey of self-discovery drawn together by the love of one another that grows within each other. As you tend to each other's garden, so do you tend to each other's actualization. Allowing for such positive growth and expansion within each other's garden produces vibrant flowers and delicious fruits and vegetables of one's limitless potential within their personal legend and universe. Let me say that again. Produces vibrant flowers and delicious fruits and vegetables of one's limitless potential within their personal legend and universe. Pardon the little typing. Had to take care of something. As soon as the love relationship does not lead me to me, as soon as I, in a love relationship, does not lead another person to themselves, this love, even if it seems to be the most secure and ecstatic attention, attachment I have ever experienced, is not true love. For real love is a, is dedicated to a continuing becoming. Let me read that again for y'all. As soon as the love relationship does not lead me to me, as soon as I, in a love relationship, does not lead another person to themselves, this love, even if it seems to be the most secure an ecstatic attachment I have ever experienced is not true love. For love is dedicated to a continual becoming. Dr. Leo. In true love, both individuals grow as one and also as individuals. What I mean by that, a little redundant, but what can I do? You know, within a true love, keep in mind, this is all in my perspective. When true, when two individuals grow together and they grow as one, 
but also as individuals. There is a symbiotic relationship that is created. A, you know, a new emerging of two gardens. And you have a new environment, a new ecosystem that is being created. Um, so, you know, we have to acknowledge and understand the reality that we are all different people. We are all individuals. And of course, you know, we, we have cliques and tribes and cults and religions um, and let's be honest, you know, some of those are turning more into cults than they are cliques <laughs> or tribes or groups. But what I'm saying is that to focus on the individual, what I'm saying is that when two people meet, you know, there's chemistry and most of that chemistry can be found in, you know, whether it's similar hobbies, you know, similar taste in music, um, similar taste in humor, um, whatever it can be. Um, and there it, it continues to grow and expand as the more you get to know that person and to understand what they, how they click, um, how they think, goals, aspirations, dreams, what have you. Um, and when two people grow in love, that means that their their individuality um, has found a balance within an ecosystem of theirs as well. So when I use the analogy of the garden and the gardener, um, it's to also come into play with um, sorry about that. It also comes into play with two people. Who are the who are gardeners and their garden are merging together, and you know cross <laughs> you have cross pollination going on, um, and you know with those two gardens you know merging together, you know there there are going to be invasive species um, that attack one another's garden, and those can be, um, you know, our negative aspects of our personalities or things that we're working on on ourselves, whether it's that we um, can be passive aggressive or we don't communicate well um, or, you know, we're, we're, we're struggling with, you know, being confident and standing up for ourselves or holding ourselves accountable. Um, it doesn't even have to be emotional or, or mental stuff. It can also be physical stuff. You know, you're you're struggling with your weight, you're struggling with eating healthy, you know, you're struggling with some pre-existing conditions, whatever it can be. Um, those are going to come into play in a relationship. And those things can um, can either strengthen or harm a relationship. And when two individuals, you know, who form, you know, a responsible, empathetic, true love, um, those weeds... Um, <coughs> And I'm only using that word because, you know, we're using the garden analogy. Those weeds of, you know, not holding ourselves accountable, you know, the weeds, the the, <clears throat> the examples I just gave, those weeds um, were, were, were more able to 
um, communicate and work with those people. Because if we're working towards goals, and like I said, it's true and empathetic love, we have we understand how to combat those weeds. We understand how to aid our significant other in a manner that helps to, you know, you, you can't get rid of the weeds overnight. Um, it takes time. And um, especially within the art of living. So you you're you you understand you've developed a a, a balance within your ecosystem of your gardens that um, you guys know how to tend to each other's weeds um, together and individually. Um, and that can really strengthen a relationship because, you know, sometimes, you know, it can be that um, maybe, you know, you're, you're, you're in your relationship, you're struggling to communicate what's going on and maybe your significant other knows exactly what it is and they're able to bring it up. And then you're relieved because, oh, you you knew it and you knew I just didn't know how to convey it. Like, yeah, I, I know that you just sometimes you don't know how to express it and you you get more worked up and anxious about how do you express it. And there, there in, in itself is a empathetic and responsible love um, that that is true because you understand your significant other. To, uh, to the point where you can almost read their mind in a healthy manner and you you know how to to pull out those weeds to give more room for the flowers to bloom so for their ability to communicate better um and and that is what is so beautiful and important in individuals whose love is true and they grow as one, but as, but also as individuals, because when you're as individuals and you're able to grow together, you you look towards that other person as a motivational factor. Um, you see the you see how the the, the support that they're giving you um, in relation to their own success it further drives your own success. And I and and these are things that it takes time, you know. That's why I I'm I'm a very firm, firm, firm believer in take your time dating somebody, get to really know them. Um, because that that's the you know and 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 that's that's the only way you can really truly grow in love with someone is to really take that time to date and experience them. And you know, I know I might catch hell for this, you know, because, you know, I I don't I don't think that you should, you know, um, you know I think if you're dating someone and you decide to be exclusive, you can be exclusively dating one another, but you don't have to fully commit to a relationship yet until you really truly know them. And I I know that's going to be controversial, and it's something that I'm kind of working through myself. It just kind of, I'm still working through that idea. Um, I'll have a better way of explaining it hopefully in the future. But what I mean, and I think most people can kind of understand is that you really need to take your time dating someone so that that love can be true. And that's really what it means. That's, that's all I'm trying to say is by taking that time, you guys are taking the time to make that love true and real. And even if that means six months, fine. Six months to get to know that person. 
You know, and, and maybe the first three months you're not dating exclusively, but maybe the next three months you are dating exclusively and then you guys decide to finally commit. And maybe throughout that time you really got to know them and, you know, there were some hurdles and some issues and maybe some arguments, but because you guys took that time to really get to know each other, it made it easier for one another to communicate and, and resolve and improve on the issues and and build that relationship into something true and real and lasting. And even if that means lasting for, you know, a couple years to the lifetime, you know, at, at least that way, it, it can be a, a, a more healthier relationship that has the potential of lasting longer um, and not turning into a, a fling or uh, a one-off or what, you know, whatever you want to call it. I mean, nowadays, you know, you know, each week they're making up a new name for relationships. I mean, so I don't know. <laughs> so, you know, I think that is what is so important about being able to grow with someone, but, but also as an individual, because, you know, there are going to be things that you're going to be dealing with and working through that they can they can't um necessarily relate to and maybe they can't even comprehend it um you know because you know maybe you're a dude and you can't comprehend some of the things that you know your significant other who's a woman is going through you know and and that's the reality um you know and and, and even vice versa um you know i think Sometimes, you know, right now our culture and society is kind of downplaying, you know, how emotional men can be and how complex men can be. And, and you know, we're not super complex. We are, you know, pretty simple creatures. But even in simple biology, the, the, its adaptability and, and what it can do is, is pretty astounding. Um, so we also have to think about that, that even, you know, the most basic life forms are complex in, you know, their way of life, so to speak. And um, I think that's what also makes it difficult for us as, as individuals, um, that if we don't really appreciate... Um, our significant other's individuality, when they are not with us, when they are being themselves, when they're doing what makes them them, then we are losing sight of what it means to be in a relationship. And we are losing sight of what it means to allow them to be who they are. I mean, how, how, how often have relationships have, you know, fallen apart or, you know, have, you know, broken or what have you, because, you know, one person didn't allow the other one to be an individual, to have their identity. And that's another important aspect. And um, that's also what means by growing in love as individuals together. But, you know, as growing love as individuals. Yeah, because, you know, when you when you allow them to have their their individual personality, they can be themselves. And then when they are with you, that that can merge. And, and you have your own little hybrid personality, conf, you know, within y- your new ecosystem. And, and maybe that new hybrid personality is a mesh of you guys together. Because when we have to think about it, you know, when, when we're separate from 
our significant other, we're, we're a little bit different. We're kind of our, our true self, but I guess not our true self, but we're, we're, we're us. But like, they're not there. So they, so they don't see, they may not see, and it's different. This is, you know, until you guys move in together, obviously. But, you know, they might not see, you know, the nose picking or the wild farts. But, you know, some people, the nose picking and the wild farts happens, you know, three weeks into the dating. <laughs> so I know it's a little bit different nowadays. Um, people are a little more progressive in showing that side of themselves. You know, people get a little too comfortable. And, and listen, I, I get it. But, you know, for me, don't, no, no, no. Don't get too, too comfortable. Okay? Uh, there's only so much the Roni can take within three weeks. <laughs> um, but, it, it, you know, that's all I'm trying to say is that respecting their individuality and respecting them as an individual... You know, that strengthens that true love and, and it allows you guys to grow even more because if you allow them to be themselves and to, while supporting their individuality and their growth and their evolution into in, in, within themselves, that strengthens your relationship. Um, and I, I know that's, that can, that might sound hard to comprehend and, and maybe it isn't and, and maybe some people don't necessarily agree with that. And that's okay, but I'll tell you one thing. This is one hill I am willing to fight and die on. Die on. And even if I die, I'll be screaming out, you know I'm right. And you'll be saying afterwards, damn, he was right. Could use some more of that advice, but I had to kill him. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. It's like we've all been there. We've been the perpetrator and the victim of not being allowed to be ourselves in a relationship and to grow. And we know the consequences of that. And some of us are still feeling it to this day. Um, and that's part of life. But you have to take time to grow and evolve and to hold yourself accountable. And that's what's important in relationships is accountability. But, you know, what? what the most incredible thing about true love is that it inspires us to learn from one another and love itself. And that's what I was saying beforehand in terms of being individuals. When we're able to, to love, you know, to be inspired by, you know, our significant other's individuality, to, to be inspired by their discipline or their creative abilities or their, um, you know, their mental skills, um, or even their, you know, it, it could be, you know, they're good with math, whatever it can be about them. Um, and it could inspire you to want to do more, to be better. Um, you know, and, and that's why I always say be better than yesterday. And, and it, it coincides within relate in within relationships. You know, when I look for a, a, a a relationship, the type of woman that I want to be with. And here's the thing about it. I've known the type of woman I've wanted to be with probably, well, I'm, I'm 30 now, probably since I was like 20, I want to say by 25. Yeah. When I was 25, I, I knew exactly the type of woman I wanted. Um, and, you know, for me, I'm, you know, I want the type of woman that 
that inspires me to be better than yesterday that in that inspires me to um to take chances within my own personal life um someone that understands that who I am as an individual al allows me to be a better person in a relationship um and someone that you know will that can hold me accountable in regards to my personal goals and and dreams to keep me disciplined to support my my discipline and to remind me hey it's okay you know if you need to take a break or to you know to remind myself not to overthink cuz i'm a very big overthinker but a but a woman who who even in her own actions the way she lives her life it inspires me to 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 meet her levels um and and to be like wow look at the way she's she's really working hard she's disciplined man i could learn from her and that's the type of woman i want to be with a woman who i can learn from and grow with a woman who 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 i can lead by example but learn from her and vice versa and you know i am a you know i am a man who who's very self-aware. I, I know who I am. I know what I want. I know where I'm going. So I'm very assured in those things on, on my path. And are, are they going to evolve over time? Yes, of course. You know, I'm 30. It's going to be different when I'm 35. Slightly different. Who knows? Probably. Definitely. For sure. <laughs> but, you know, what I'm saying is that, you know, for me, you know, a, a woman who 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 looks at my podcast and is like, "Wow, you know, I really like what you're doing. You're doing well. You're doing good. Keep up the keep up the good consistency and, and the work." And hey, you know, I you got to take a break. It's fine. Don't don't be don't beat yourself up if you need to take breaks. Because I'm the kind of person that I'll beat myself up. You know, I, unfortunately, and I'm sure there's plenty of people out there who can relate. I'm the type of person that will that will beat myself up and punish myself. Even for not doing everything I wanted to do or to not follow through on everything, you know, um, and, and, and I want someone who will, who will slap that nonsense out of me when I start talking that way or, or behaving that way. Um, and that will inspire me to be like, wow, she, you know, she really sees it. She's, she's reminding me, Hey, you can't, you can't wallow, you know, you can't be miserable. You got to keep moving. You, you acknowledge what you're feeling and you keep going and, and that makes you like, damn, yeah, you know, you're. she's right. You know, damn it, I'm going. Let's do this. You know, I'm upset. I'm hurting. But you know what? I can do it. And, and that inspires you. That inspires you. Despite you may be hurting, you, 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 you're able to get a grasp of your emotions. She's able to help you center yourself. And then you push it. And then you keep going and you succeed. And, and, and that, that's what I want. And, you know, there have been... You know, several women that I thought were, was that embodiment. Um, but they were only a moment. Just a passing flame. But I, I learned so much and I value the experiences I had with them. I, I can't negate that. And I can't pretend that I didn't have great times with them. That, I didn't, that it wasn't fun. That I didn't enjoy myself with them until it was over. And we have to acknowledge that. And for me, even though I'm single, that's that those experiences that I've had with them, it inspires me to 
to hopefully find a, a partner in the future where I can have those same experiences but different and create new memories. You know, but if the relationship does not grow in love, then you must release yourself from such stagnation. It is toxic to your individuality and growth. And for me, that is most likely the part of the many reasons why, you know, those relationships did not work out. Um, because if you're not growing, it, you're not, you're not living. You're not adapting. You know, if you're not growing in that relationship, it's not. If you don't see your garden, you know, flourishing and breeding new life and expanding, then the relationship that you're in is not healthy. And you may eventually start seeing weeds grow. You may eventually start seeing your flowers wilt. Um, and sometimes we end up seeing it, but we don't care. We, we are too caught in the moment. And you can't get out of it. Bono. <laughs> it's a good song. So, I, you know, th that's another problem. And that's another thing that I've experienced is that, you know, I was, you know, dating women or in, you know, serious relationships. And it got to the point where I wasn't growing. The relationship wasn't growing in love. It was becoming stagnant. It was becoming unhealthy. The garden was becoming covered in weeds and thorns. And sometimes it's not, it wasn't even of my own, my own weeds and thorns that were overgrowing our garden. It was theirs. Their insecurities, their you know, past relationships, you know, unresolved issues, you you name it, what, you know, whatever it could be. And in those scenarios, all you can do is, is leave, you know, um, exit stage left, as I always say, <laughs> because it's, you're, you're not going to gain anything. You're not going to grow. You're not going to succeed and as much as that sounds cruel and mean, it's also the reality of the situation. Um, we have to accept the fact that sometimes, you know, it doesn't matter how, um, you know, how pretty they are, you know, how amazing they are in bed, you, you know, you name it. If you're not growing and all you're seeing are weeds and all you're feeling are thorns. You got to let go and move forward because that is the only way we can grow in love is by acknowledging, adapting, and moving forward. And that goes the same in a long-term relationship, in one that is a lifetime rather than a moment. And that is, for me, quintessential. And I'm sure there are others out there that can relate to what I'm feeling and expressing. Um, because we've all been in toxic relationships and it's not healthy for any of us. And if you're someone who tends to thrive on toxic relationships, I, I wish you the best. And I, 
I hope you come out of the false self. Peace and growth is all I can hope for you. Pray for you. But, you know, like I always say, it's all about choice. And every choice has a positive or negative consequence. A student in love class, for instance, commented, I've always been afraid of a deep relationship because of the responsibility it seems to impose. I was afraid of the demands it would make of me, and I worried that I wouldn't be able to meet those demands. I was amazed to find out when I did get the courage to form a relationship, I actually became stronger. I acquired two minds instead of one, four hands, four arms, four legs, and another's world. In joining forces with someone, I got twice the strength to grow, with twice as many alternatives. Now it's easier for me to love others. I am stronger and less afraid. In order to truly be in love, you must find the courage to be loved. How many people out there in this world refuse to be loved? They give out a hollow gesture of love and they reciprocate someone's genuine love. And that is a toxic love. That is a coward's love. I'll say that again. That is a coward's love. That is not courage. That is denying the true self. And there are so many people in this world who don't want to face the courage of being in love. They don't want to face the courage of growing in love, I should say. It's so much easier to fall in love. Such a dangerous and slippy cliff to play upon. But courage in love is strength in oneself. Confidence in one's ability to grow and be in love. And that is something that's hard to find, courage and love. Oftentimes that requires a deep dive within ourselves to uncover our courage. Many are too fearful of a deep dive. There's not much oxygen but it's all in your mind. That is how you find the courage to grow in love.
for a responsible relationship creates many opportunities and achievements through love. And that is key in having the courage to be loved. For when you have the courage to be loved, you have the responsibility to create relationships. When we are not afraid in denying ourselves, we are embracing ourselves and embracing the courage. For courage to be loved is a risk worth taking. For when you come out the other side, you have created opportunity. Opportunity for a relationship to bloom or a relationship you're within to strengthen. And the opportunities that open for you both as individuals, for whatever journeys you may be going on in your life goals, careers, passions, hopes, dreams, opportunities will come. They'll come from them inadvertently. And it will be a beautiful thing to see. The responsibility of a healthy relationship filled with courage that leads to opportunity and growth. Not only as individuals, but as a unit. As one. How many achievements have people seen, experienced, when they have strengthened their love through responsibility? How many amazing legacies or family businesses or family generations, you name it, have been built upon such courage, such responsibility and love? We cannot deny that. We cannot allow them to deny and destroy the family. For that is how relationships, that is how society grows, through family. I know that there are many out there that claim that being a single female who's a parent, that you can accomplish it all. But the reality is you can't. And I would know. My mom was a single parent. She, she's still single. You know, she tells me she, she, she only dated once when I was younger, but she was afraid of bringing in a, a stepfather, things of such nature. And I think I have spoken about my own father in previous episodes um so if you're interested in learning that check out some of my earlier episodes but you know and the reason why i'm bringing that up is because like she you know she's now is doesn't have you know the courage or not only that but like how many 
single parent household children have such a, a, a struggle in being responsible in love, for having responsible relationships of empathy. You know, <laughs> you know, I think there are plenty of people out there who can show you the data. <laughs> and, you know, and I bring that, I'm only bringing it up because, you know, if we don't have, if, you know, if we allow these certain, you know, groups of individuals who want to destroy what it means to have a family and, 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 and all that kind of stuff, we're, we're losing what it means to, you know, to have a, a beautiful life. And you doesn't always, you don't have to always have children. You know, I'm not saying that children is for everybody, but we need to also appreciate and value the idea of building a family and, and, and building a, a legacy or, a, you know, a generational wealth. It doesn't, you know, and I'm not talking about, you know, just for the black people, for the Latinos, I'm talking about everybody in America and in the whole world included, okay? We're not discriminating here about that. But what I'm trying to say is that, like, you know, um, I would, you know, love to have a partner and, 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 and eventually maybe have a child. But for me, it's about first, you know, I need to first get myself financially stable successful, secure, all of that stuff to invest in having a child because it, it, it is, that's, you know, that's a life investment. And if you're not in a, in a position to make that investment, it's not, nobody wins. Okay. Nobody wins. We, we are well aware of, of young single parent household of women. Some of them can make it. Some of them don't. Some of them have a good support system some never have a support system so and, and and it doesn't even just have to be single parent women it could be even men you know i mean i i just saw a video of a, of a of a single dad a young single dad who worked at a, at a fast food chain and who got shot in the face by two 20 year old girls over a, over a hamburger and fortunately, the man's still alive. He can talk. He can still walk. But he has permanent permanent um, damage, like a bullet that's stuck inside his damn mouth for the rest of his life. Until hopefully maybe someday they develop a surgery that they can get it out without further damaging him. But, I, you know, I bring that up because imagine this one man, all right? Single father, okay? trying to make ends meet and just and he has a, a baby and he nearly lost that baby and I know that I'm kind of going off on a bit of a, a tangent and a rant here but what I'm trying to say is single like we don't know the circumstances of what happened in the relationship that made it that he's single but it's unfortunate that we have so many of these scenarios playing out. And, and that's what I'm trying to say about being having courage and love is because if we don't have courage within yourself, you don't have courage to be in love with anybody. And that's really what I'm trying to get at. If you do not have courage within yourself, you do not have the courage to be in love with anybody. You do not have the courage to grow in love with anybody. 
you're more susceptible to falling in love with someone than you'll ever be in grow growing in love with somebody. And, and that's what I'm trying to convey here. Oh. That's all I'm trying to con convey and say here is that with that courage, you're more responsible. You're more empathetic, especially in a relationship. And that can, can breed new opportunities in strengthening your relationship, making it more um, lasting, and even strengthening you as an individual separately, strengthening your identity. And that is so crucial and important and building a healthy relationship full of achievements. And we don't talk about that. They don't talk about any of these things. I don't I don't hear Steve Harvey talking about it. I don't know why we're still taking relationship advice from Steve Harvey. But hey, don't look at me. I don't know why we're taking a relationship advice from Dr. Phil. But hey, don't look at me. I do not know why we're taking ad relationship advice from any of the 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 red pill dudes or the manosphere dudes or any of that stuff i don't know why i don't know why people are seeking out other people to 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 show them how to be in love when that's within yourself you gotta you gotta know how to love yourself before you can love anybody else and all of these dating gurus and TikTok dating gurus and YouTube dating gurus, I don't hear any of them ever saying that. And only the few say that. They don't even say it enough. And, and that just, it, it just boggles my mind. And listen, there are some of those YouTube... Um, relationship people that I follow or I'll, you know, drop onto their channels every now and then and see what kind of videos they have. And some of them, sometimes they have some really good stuff. And most of the time, yeah, actually they do. One of the best channels I've, I've stumbled on, it actually really helped me when I was, when I um, ended a, a, a very long relationship is called Abba and Preach. I highly recommend you go and, and check out Abba and Preach. They have some really good uh, videos on relationships. Um, because one, um, Abba is single and Preach has been married. Um, and he's been dating the same girl since he was like 15. Something like that. So they have a very, very unique and, and cool dynamic when it comes to the dating sphere. Um, but, but regardless of that, you know, the, the, the whole point that I'm trying to get at is until you have the courage to love yourself, you are not going to be able to love anybody. And there are plenty of people out there who can put on a, a fake game when it comes to being confident and having courage or having confidence in themselves. But it's like, it's not, that's not the kind of confidence I'm talking about. That's not I'm talking about mental confidence within yourself eternally confident within your personality confident within your individuality that's what i'm talking about and quite frankly i don't see a lot of people focusing on that talking about that and maybe they are and i just i don't hear them i don't know them. you know i you know i'm just a humble ronin who just you know happens to just keep to himself and every now and then i'll Take a peek out into the world and see what's up. But you know, I, all I'm saying is that we need to find 
courage in ourselves to have responsible relationships. Because when we are confident in ourselves, in our mental capacity, in our individuality, then we can we can accomplish so much in relationships. So much. And it doesn't have to even be dating relationships. It can be, you know, co-workers. It can be business partners. You, you know, this stuff that I'm talking about, it, it's it's... It's uh, it's unisex. <laughs> it's for anything. It doesn't have to just be with the, the the dating life. It can be with, with um, struggling with family, struggling with friends, struggling at work. This is all about the art of living. The art of living is not the dating world, as you know. The name is called the art of living. It's about living life, right? And and so that's what I'm trying to say. But we need to have that courage. So that we can have responsible relationships that are that have that are built with empathy, relationships that are built with empathy that where we understand one another, it's it, they can be timeless, they can be beautiful, and and the joy that can come from such relationships, such courage and strength, it, it can. Can be everlasting and it can be an inspiration for others who want to follow down a similar path. Joy is always an integral part of loving. There is joy in every act of life, no matter how menial or repetitive. To work in love is to work in joy. To live in love is to live in joy, Dr. Leo. As the individual grows in love with life, so does their joy in being. Each day they wake, they embrace the challenges of being alive, for the joy in the art of living is the breath of air that fills the lungs with passion, passion for life, Passion for the endless possibilities of love to be experienced. Joy in being able to share and receive love. To work towards and be rewarded with actualized love and joy in one's being and day to day. For even the tiniest amount of love or the briefest moments of joy can spark the fire that ignites the will to live in love. I always joke, they don't pay us enough to be human. Perhaps that's the joy in being alive. For when the bill comes due, you dine and ditch six feet under the ground. <laughs> A consciousness full of love upon the next journey. For the work is never done when love is on the run. For the words are silly and true, but that is a joy and the one life to live. Sometimes you gotta laugh at your own mortality. Allows you to appreciate life that much more. Search for the laughter that is found in the joy in a life worth loving. You only have one chance to love being alive and an eternity to wonder. Responsible love needs expression. Love is communication. As man must assume the responsibility for expressing his joy, 
in like manner. He is responsible for letting his sorrow and loneliness be known. Even lovers are not mind readers. Dr. Leo. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Monday Mindset. To learn more about myself and how you can support The Monday Mindset, head over to my Patreon page at Ronin Art and Music. That's Ronin Art and Music. If you're interested in reaching out, follow me on social media, on Twitter, Ronin Art and Music, or at me at Kios Ronin, K-O-I-O-S-R-O-N-I-N. On Instagram, follow me at RoninArt underscore music. And if you prefer to email, hit me up at themondaymindset009 at gmail.com. That's themondaymindset009 at gmail.com. And that is all lowercase. If you're listening to this on your preferred streaming service, please make sure to subscribe. If you're listening on YouTube, make sure to subscribe, leave a comment and a review and slap that notification bell. On Apple Podcasts, please make sure to subscribe, rate the podcast and leave a review as this will help me and the podcast grow. Stay positive, stay focused, stay true and much love. Welcome to Ronin Art and Music. I wish to introduce everyone to my new Teespring page where you can purchase designs featuring Ronin Art and Music, The Monday Mindset, or Ronin Thoughts. Head over to Teespring and search Ronin Art and Music, or head over to my Etsy page at Ronin Art and Music where you can purchase photography postcards, motivational postcards, and hard copies of my debut album, True Colors. If you enjoy the merchandise, products, or content created by Ronin Art and Music, please take time to subscribe to my Patreon page at Ronin Art and Music. This is the best way to show continued support and join Clan Ronin, where you will have a hands-on impact on all things Ronin Art and Music. Stay positive, stay focused, stay true, and much love.